Hi, my name's Judy. And I'm Sassy. And together we are Two, two Girls, Girls on a, a Mic. Do 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 elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Two Girls on a Mic, a podcast where we talk about anything from spooky stuff in the mm. summer to <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm relationships, yes, so. yeah. sex, mm-hmm. sometimes drugs. <laughs> yeah, and today we're talking about healing our inner child. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um something we've both we've had it on the list for a while. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. <laughs> we've been pushing it. Yeah, but we're here now. There's no escape. <laughs> but um. How our weeks have been? We're pre-recording again. So it's been pretty well. <laughs> as far as I know, I'm having a great time. <laughs> I'm probably stressed at work because one of my coworkers is out. So yay for her. How fun. Enjoy yourself, girl. But God damn, come back already. <laughs> um, we just had, by now, we would have had Candace's graduation party. Oh, yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> I don't think they've met Candace. No, but hopefully you guys will within the next month or so. Yeah. So she's supposed to be on an episode. So yeah. We'll see. So she's not, then we'll give you her Instagram. You can follow her <laughs> Nagger. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, pretty much all we could say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for Thankful Thursday, I need to think. Mm. <laughs> I also need to think. <laughs> Um, (laughs) honestly i'm just gonna say i'm thankful for life i Mm. I mean not everybody gets to be here as long as we have been some of us like with covid just passing a few years back Mm -hmm. some people lost a lot of loved ones so just being thankful for life in general and just being healthy and being here yeah uh i'm gonna say just because we're going to be talking a lot about it. I'm thankful for my family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No matter what I say in this episode, (laughs) no matter how much trauma they gave me. (laughs) But I'm grateful to have like a close family because I know not everybody has that. Like you said, like I, it's weird when I was growing up when I would talk like, oh, my grandma, because I would live with my grandparents, right? And some kids didn't even have like the, um, I guess, fortune. They weren't fortunate enough to even meet their grandparents. Or live near them. Like I Mm -hmm. I only met my grandparents on both sides of my family Mm -hmm. once. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, and just the bond that I build with them in that small amount. Like with my mom's mom, Mm -hmm. I'm closer because I spent like two months with her and mm. I build that relationship yeah. and I'm like, damn, what if I would have spent more time with her? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure I would have been like how you are with your grandparents or yeah. how Derek is with his grandparents mm-hmm. where I, you would, I would have that connection. Yeah. So it's like something that I realize I'm lucky to have and mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not taking it for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now that we got all that stuff, out of <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we mentioned, talk about healing our inner child. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to put a disclaimer right now. I by no means think I had a hard childhood. It's this is based off of how each of our lives have been. Yeah. And because some of us may have had obviously bigger traumas. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever it is. Everybody has some kind of trauma, whether yeah. it be like less hard than others. Everybody does experience it mm-hmm. because obviously our parents weren't perfect. And we're getting to that uh, point in 
this time that we as generations that are, are knowing of this trauma, we are working on ourselves so that way yeah. when we have kids or those who have kids don't give that same trauma to their kids. Yeah. So it's not that our parents were horrible parents. It's just they didn't know how to handle certain mm-hmm. situations. So it's not no way bashing them. At least yeah. on our end, our parents weren't horrible. Mm-hmm. It's just one, probably that's the way they were brought up, their culture, or mm-hmm. they didn't know any better. Yeah, but they were kids. Literally. Oh, yeah, for you. <laughs> but, um, I want to just put our definition out for those who may not know what child trauma is. Um, hold on, let me put. Okay, so this is from, I'll put the link in the description, but it says, what is inner child work? Inner child work is an approach to recognize and healing childhood trauma. It recognizes that our behaviors as an adult stem from our childhood experiences. Inner child work focuses on addressing our unmet needs by reparenting ourselves. This kind of self-discovery helps us understand our behaviors, triggers, wants, and needs. So it's pretty much we didn't get the, what would you say, like, quote-unquote correct parenting. Maybe there was lack of love or emotion or being able to express yourself or maybe they gave you too much freedom now you don't know what boundaries are stuff like Mm -hmm. that it was just a lack of lack of or too much of something where now for example like some people who were giving too much freedom now don't know how to like respect (laughs) yeah respect boundaries or like if somebody says no they're like what the fuck i've always Mm -hmm. been told yes why are you saying no so yeah so stuff like that Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah, I I mean, just to go right into it, my first one is boundaries because, well, <laughs> there was, I've mentioned before, I grew up with a lot of people in the house. Obviously, like, personal space was not <laughs> yeah. a thing. But also on top of that, it's like a lot of input on everything. Mm-hmm. And whether you would do something, like, embarrassing or something, like, they would not let you forget about it. And, like, they'd poke fun at you. And even if if they knew that it bugged you, they would still keep going. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, like, onto, like, more serious, like, stick-with-you type of stuff, all my family, first, like, nobody in the family is skinny, was born that way, I should Mm -hmm. say. And so everybody's very comfortable to talk about weight. I never felt that, like, comfortable like I wouldn't go up to my aunt and be like oh you look big today (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. and one of the reasons why you'll never catch me wearing like a tank top or something is because oh like I was super young and they mentioned I've always had this like piece of like skin fat under my armpit between my armpit and my boob Mm -hmm. and it's always bugged me and the one time I wore a tank top somebody brought it up so I like never (laughs) and it's like now, like, obviously, Matt has seen it, and he doesn't care, and it's like, okay, I know nobody's going to care, but it's like, at the back of my mind, like, what if that's everybody's looking at it? <laughs> exactly, because it, it's something that scarred you as a, mm-hmm. a young kid, so now, even though people nowadays are more accepting yeah. of all body types, it's still, we still go back to being that age where you were told, hey... You're, they're making fun of that mm-hmm. and if somebody were to bring it up and it may not be in a like poking fun of just bring it up mm-hmm. it's gonna stick with it's you. gonna trigger you and go back to you being mm-hmm. that age at that yeah. point so it's like it's gonna be a trigger for you and it's <laughs> yeah. like why even get back to mm-hmm. that when you can avoid it yeah and it's like i think about it as like i would never mm-hmm. <laughs> like 
if Joey's whatever, I would never tell Joey anything about it because like, what does it matter? It's right, him. Right, right. He's yeah. living his life. So like, same thing with like going in the pool. Like, I would wear my mom would get me like these little um, swimsuits, mm-hmm. and I would just feel like. Mm. So that's when I started wearing like t-shirts and shorts. Yeah. And it wasn't until recently where I was like, all right, like, <laughs> <laughs> let me try to come out of my shell. <laughs> it's, it's hard though. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's because as a young kid and you get quote unquote body shame. Mm-hmm. And even though your family may have not they meant don't mean it, it that, yeah. it's mm-hmm. still like a big thing because a lot of people, unfortunately, will judge you based off of mm-hmm. your body. And it's something that you can be sensitive about. Yeah. And especially, like, with our family, they would give, like, nicknames mm. to the kids. Uh, one of our cousins, and I always felt so bad, they called her Gorda. And Alex, mm-hmm. she had chubby cheeks yeah. when she was a kid. So her nickname was Chubby. Oh. And it's, like, she hated, like, a few years ago, she, like, blew up. She's, like, stop calling mm-hmm. me. Because, like, at that point, she's already, like... She's grown out of that. She doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. have the chubby cheeks anymore, but people are still calling her that. And she wasn't even big, but like <laughs> because they're calling her that, she'd be like, Well, am I? Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I, I've seen mm-hmm. a TikTok where there's a a scare's like, Hey mom, so if you're gonna give my kid a nickname, mm-hmm. don't make it of a, a body. And they like start saying something. Yeah. I'm like, dude, come on. Mm-hmm. And it goes both ways, not even like big set like Flacas, another mm-hmm. like popular nickname. And that could make you self-conscious too. Honestly, that was my thing because I was always so skinny. I could not gain weight. And I've talked about this in mm-hmm. the podcast. And they would always call me that. And I would want to eat and eat and eat so that way I can gain weight. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I hate being skinny. Like, mm-hmm. just to the bone. Like, at, at one point, um, Derek told me that his dad, well, not his dad, his stepdad, will call me uh, uh, huesitos. Because <laughs> I was so skinny. I'm like, fuck. That's mm-hmm. like. And I knew he didn't mean it in a yeah. bad way, but still, I'm just like, Ugh. so now what does he call me? Like, fucking tamal or something? Because <laughs> obviously, I, 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 I was super skinny. I was like 80 pounds in fucking mm-hmm. high school. And now, obviously, I'm not that weight. And I remember there was a kid that I, in high school, that I had in my class. And he messaged me on Instagram like years ago. He's like... Mm-hmm. Oh, Judy is uh, like, is this Judy? I'm like, yeah, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh my god, you gained so much weight. I'm like, you <gasps> fucking ass. I com- I quickly blocked him yeah. so fast. Why would you say that? I was like, dude, I was I was fuming. I was so pissed, and I just mm-hmm. him. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. that's not okay. Mm-hmm. That's right there, respecting boundaries, mm-hmm. and it's definitely something that you try to work on. Like for me, for sure. Obviously, I know when I. If and when I have kids or, like, nieces, nephews, I know what bugged me as a kid. So mm-hmm. I'm, like, I don't even want to, like, bring that yeah, stuff yeah, up. Yeah. If they want to come to me and talk to stuff about that, that's cool because that's on them. Yeah. But I wouldn't just, like, <laughs> yeah. just throw it all in the open. Mm-hmm. And my family has gotten a lot better. Or my immediate family, not so much. <laughs> you can't control everybody. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they've definitely, like, gotten a lot better of not uh, talking about that. Yeah. kind of stuff and if they do they like make it a more positive thing than i was gonna negative. say it's not that it's taboo to talk about your weight but don't make it a negative thing yeah. like hey hon you're fucking gaining weight mm-hmm. lose fucking weight you're fat yeah like that's not okay but if you're like hey um you bring it up in a positive like mm-hmm. caring way like hey i i've noticed that yeah this, like is everything okay are mm-hmm. you going are you having like stress yeah. or whatnot 
um it's very different bringing mm-hmm. it up as being very negative like hey dude you need to fucking lose weight you're <laughs> yeah. fat you know right. unless well, that's I'm kind not. of like <laughs> love you like yeah. but <laughs> i mean love, yeah. for the most part i mean i think you have to be very respectful of especially if you don't know the person because you don't know what they're going through yeah. what if this person is pregnant but they're not ready to you know tell people because they're only a couple months in yeah or what if they have some kind of like uh pcos like that they they can't control their weight or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You, you just don't know what the hell people are going with, like yeah. through. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So stuff like that. Also with acne too. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a lot of blackheads mm-hmm. and every day my aunts, can I take out your blackheads? Can I take out your blackheads? I'm like, I get it. I have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's just anything with body is like, just be very mindful yeah. of what you say, how you say. Obviously kids, they're going to, say things you can't take it too hard because they don't understand yeah. like boundaries and like mm-hmm. they're just very blunt they're learning <laughs> <laughs> but also like it's our responsibility as adults like hey like me sh- telling joey like hey this is you can't say this mm-hmm. or like, you say it this way because yeah. he is getting to a point where he's very blunt on things i'm like <laughs> i think one time it's like oh mommy you're so big i'm like <laughs> Big this way, big this way. He's like, big this way. I'm like, all right, cool. All right, I'm not offended. That's funny. <laughs> but stuff like that, it's just like having to work with your kid. Like, hey, it's not okay to say that. You yeah. know, everybody is built different. Some people are bigger, some people are shorter, some skinnier. Like, it's mm-hmm. all, all okay with just different body shapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my big one for me is wearing and just expressing myself however i want because growing up my parents were very like even when skinny jeans became a thing Mm -hmm. they did not want to buy me skinny jeans Mm -hmm. uh tight clothes like skirts it had to be like uh like below the fucking knee like (laughs) they were very strict when it came to clothing they didn't let me express myself um so when i moved out and i was and i still didn't fully express myself even mm-hmm. after i moved out because i was like oh like i'm too old i mean i was only 22 when i moved out i'm like i'm probably too old for this you know i and yeah i i didn't start expressing myself till like i was probably 25 26 where i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna wear um my panties and my mm-hmm. converse and like whatever i want like my emo it's not a face mom thing <laughs> And like dyeing my hair. Like I was telling Ceci earlier, I've always wanted to have purple hair. And finally, I think it was two years ago, yeah, a year ago, ago, something like that. I finally pulled the trigger and I dyed my hair purple. And I was like, it was the best time ever. I was like, <laughs> finally. <laughs> but yeah, it's just being told, no, you can't wear that. Or no, esas cosas son de los diablos or whatever. <laughs> you know, because I was brought up in a very yeah. Catholic uh, home and n- anything to do with like, rock even when i i asked my dad to buy me a good charlotte um <laughs> good charlotte <laughs> cd um it was the chronicles of uh, life and death mm. and he's like all right put it on and i put it on i was like he's like estas cosas is what you're getting like cosas del diablo and like i'm like it's not <laughs> it's just rock just take a deep breath <laughs> it's not even talking about that and yeah, he got really mad. Mm. I mean, he let me keep the CD, but he took it out of his car really fast. Ah. <laughs> but stuff like that, he was like, no, like everything was devil music and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And like, no, you can't wear like all black. Mm. Like, so 
it it took me a while before um even trying to like wear that and when i was dyeing my hair he's like oh um you're an adult like why are you acting like a kid why are you dying i'm like relax like you should be mature blah blah, blah. Like, even then like mm. now even the way i dress you still talk shit about it. i'm mm. like i don't care i'm old uh, old <laughs> enough to make my own decisions and like yeah yeah i visit mm-hmm. you and i only hear you for that amount of time <laughs> even with tattoos like my brother my younger brother has a tattoo he's he always wears long sleeves mm. hoodies even in the fucking summer so i always make fun <laughs> of him when, when we're over i'm like hey aren't you hot don't you want to take it off <laughs> And when I had mine, at first I was like hesitant, but I was like, man, fuck this. I'm mm-hmm. 30 years yeah, old. I heard <laughs> so I was like, just where I was driving him somewhere. And he's like, I, I asked him, have you seen my tattoo? He's like, yeah, I already saw it. He didn't tell me anything. I was like, okay, all right, we're moving. We're moving. We're moving along. But yeah, like now, even now, he see, like he has never told me anything about my tattoos. Mm. Cause like, what is he gonna tell me? Yeah. Go take them off. <laughs> Plus, my older brother has them, so it's like nothing new yeah. to him. And I told him, like, I wanted to get them. So mm, mm-hmm. his brother has them too. So I'm like, <laughs> get over it, dad. <laughs> it's so funny because I every time you talk about your dad, I compare him to like my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And my grandpa's so different. <laughs> like, yeah, he grew up in like similar situations as you, but I think he's to the point now where he just doesn't care. Yeah. Because <laughs> like the other day, I forgot what we were talking about. I was like, Grandpa, can I dye your hair pink? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I'm blue too. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, oddly enough, I have like the opposite mm. where like my parents let me like express myself a little too much. <laughs> so like they wouldn't care. My parents would buy me like the band shirts and stuff. Mm. Like they never said anything about the music. They didn't like it, mm. but they didn't think I was like <laughs> you having a summoning in my room or whatever <laughs> but it was like to the point where they were so used to seeing me in like dark clothes and like jeans and mm-hmm. shirts and whatever that every time I would think of wearing something like girly mm-hmm. they would make me feel self-conscious oh really they're like yeah. what's wrong with you honey are you okay <laughs> why do you want color <laughs> And I remember because my mom would always bug me. She's like, well, we're taking family pictures. Can you at least wear this? And mm-hmm. I'd be like, but I don't want to wear that. Mm-hmm. And like, it got to the point where she was just like, whatever. I just want you to be in the picture. <laughs> and then I started wanting to do that. And they're like, are you going to wear it? Like, mm-hmm. if I buy it, are you going to wear it? Uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so like, because I really like um, cottagecore everything. Mm-hmm. And their dresses are very like pastel yeah. and like stuff like that. And I talk myself out of it because i'm like i don't wear that type of stuff but it's so cute yeah it is <laughs> so it's like me just being like okay i need to get over like nobody's gonna say anything and if they do then whatever <laughs> but yeah it's funny that like that's what i'm having issues with. complete opposite yeah <laughs> yeah because i they let me do the hair i had to beg my dad like a lot before he let me do my hair but mm. i think because gabby mm. was like basically my older sister mm. she was dyeing her hair and they didn't like she would do it for me so oh got it yeah mm. so i had a lot of uh <laughs> eras <laughs> <laughs> not all of them were that great <laughs> some of them my dad should have said no <laughs> honestly yeah <laughs> my main goal was to get white hair 
Oh my god. And gosh. I finally got my dad to say yes. And I don't know why, but I died at turquoise. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do know why, because we were going to warp tour the next day. Oh. And I had blonde hair and I was like, I'm not feeling the blonde. Because <laughs> like if you go white, it's recommended to do it over a period of time mm-hmm. because your hair will be damaged. Yeah. Dead. And so I was just <laughs> I was in a silly goofy mood. <laughs> That never happened. The white hair never happened. It's like to this day, I'm still waiting. I'm getting there. <laughs> You'll get there. Give it a few years. Give it a few years. I'm just stress myself out a lot. <laughs> this one can be a good and bad thing now, um, but being told no on like buying things like, hey, mm-hmm. mom, can I get this or a dress or a toy or whatever? Mm-hmm. And because they were being frugal, they would say no and i was like what the fuck like all my friends have like this like one thing i still to this day haven't bought and i want to get is the uh uh easy bake oven yeah and i i always wanted they would always (laughs) tell me no and i still haven't gotten for myself but i will get it eventually (laughs) but now i buy whatever i want Mm -hmm. and i recently discovered this like i was like why do i buy all of these stuff that sometimes i don't even need mm-hmm. like i'm so quick to just go on amazon purchase you know and you get the next yeah. day and in my head i was like well because your parents would always tell you no you mm-hmm. can't do this you can't get that and now that i have my own money then i can get whatever the yeah. hell i want but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like well some of these things you probably don't need you could have done without <laughs> um but also i do with my son with joey it like if he wants a toy like i'm quick to get it for mm-hmm. him or not all the time, because I also have to, like, set those boundaries where I don't want him to think that he can get everything yeah. he wants. Like, whenever we go to the store, he doesn't get everything. Mm-hmm. But things where I'm like, okay, well, you know, it, it won't hurt yeah. to get him this. Mm-hmm. Like, one thing, I got him a kitchen from Ikea Kitchen. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do you want the kitchen? He's like, yeah. And then he got, like, he saw some other small toys. He's like, oh, no, I want this. I'm like, no, you're getting the kitchen. <laughs> I'm killing my inner child through you. <laughs> But he loves it. I mean, yeah. he does play it, so it works out. I mean, it it helps him like learn as well. So and then oh, and I think I brought it up um, on one of the episodes where my dot my dad saw that I bought him a kitchen. He's oh, like, yeah. why are you getting him ki- mm-hmm. girl toys? I'm like, do you do know that like sh- like really good chefs are men, men yeah. right? <laughs> Majority, yeah. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. even having to fight that stigma with my son with my dad is like. Mm-hmm get over it you know it's not a girl's toy yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah uh i also have a similar thing like having my own money now <laughs> uh because like half of the stuff you see here <laughs> my mainly my dad because i would always ask my dad for stuff he'd be like no like you don't need it mm-hmm. he's very good at like buying what you need not what you the want the bare necessities and that's why he has money <laughs> So like like with my ears, Disneyland, every like few months or every year, he'd let us get a different pair. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would like look and see which ones I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> like I get whatever I want. Yeah. Every I, time I go. These are my newest ones. <laughs> oh, they're cute. Yeah, my little baby Yoda. Or Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> Poser. <laughs> but stuff like that and like going to shows and stuff. Like he would let me go to shows, but... 
like at the time in high school, I wanted to go to every show. Mm -hmm. And it's like, obviously, one, that's money. Two, we didn't live near like where they were having the show. So he would have to drive me to. <laughs> so now that I'm like living closer to LA and like I have my own money, I'm like, well, <laughs> I could go whenever I want. <laughs> and it's just stuff like that of like having the financial freedom, which I don't know. I don't think it's childhood trauma. It's just like me wanting to do stuff. Because <laughs> like he would buy me like stuff and like he would get me stuff on the side. Mm -hmm. But it's like he would set those boundaries like how you are with Joey. And I'd be like, okay. Like, <laughs> okay, I guess I don't I'll, need it. I guess I'll stop. <laughs> and now I can't stop. <laughs> I think I have something similar where my parents are very strict. Maybe my dad. Um, very strict on like what time you can go out, mm. who you can go out with. Like honestly, I at night, I needed to be home by 8, which is the time you usually fucking go out to movies <laughs> or whatever. So I didn't really go out until I was probably 20, 21. And that's when Derek would come pick me up. And at that, he would uh, he would go into the house and like ask my dad for permission oh. to go. I'm like, I'm fucking 20 years old. <laughs> so at one point, I think... Um, we're going to horror nights mm. and i was like man fuck this i'm not asking you for permission i'm just gonna mm. let you know hey i'm gonna go here but well he was upset but i left i'm like why do i need to ask you for permission yeah. like i one i work i pay for rent i pay for groceries mm -hmm. i'm a grown-ass adult i have my own money i'm going with my fucking long-term boyfriend <laughs> at this point it's, i'm not gonna go do some like shady stupid stuff i'm going to a fucking theme park yeah. and when we would go out we would either be here with matt or steve or pablo mm. so i'm with good people like yeah. he didn't have to worry about them and after he met matt he kind of like eased chilled out yeah cause he's like okay he's not she's not hanging out with fucking thugs <laughs> these hooligans <laughs> and i'm like we're literally just you know sitting at a house just joking around having yeah. fun maybe drinking <laughs> Not underage. No. <laughs> but yeah, after that, I'm just like, why? Yeah. I'm old enough. I'm mm -hmm. responsible. I'm not giving you reasons not to trust me. Mm -hmm. Um. So after that, then I moved out. And then that's when I started going out to like clubs and parties mm -hmm. and like concerts. Like I went all out. Like after mm -hmm. I moved out, I was like, I'm finally living. <laughs> this is what living is. Because <laughs> I didn't go to my first concert to a war tour. And I was... 23 24 mm. i was fucking Dang. old my first <laughs> fucking concert at 24 years old that's crazy i think i was 13 <laughs> i've taken my parents to concert <laughs> my dad went with me to warp tour one year because he didn't want me to go by myself <laughs> but <laughs> oh my gosh i had something in my head about what you were saying <laughs> You're talking about going out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I think one of the reasons why I've never really cared about going to like clubs and mm -hmm. stuff like that is because my parents would go out. Mm -hmm. Like we'd stay at my grandparents' house or like at home because we were living with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, And my parents and aunts and their significant others would go out. And then they'd come home and like the next day they're just complaining about like, oh, it wasn't oh. fun. So I think to me it always was like, well, is this what going out is? Like <laughs> you just come back and look miserable. Because <laughs> like I think about it, I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't pique my interest. Mm -hmm. Even going to bars. <laughs> I just I don't like going out. <laughs> and if I do, it's not like adult stuff. Yeah. Like. It's like theme parks yeah. and concerts and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I guess that's a part of my <laughs> childhood trauma. <laughs> but the last one I have is um, I just put my hair. <laughs> oh, because um, I've when I was younger, all my family would comment about my hair color. They love the hair color because it it wasn't this. It was like a it's almost such like a natural a, color. No, it's it's growing out darker than I when I was no, a kid. I meant this. Oh, the pink. <laughs> yeah, this is my natural. <laughs> yeah, so they my family would compliment my hair color because I had like a dirty blonde slash gold. I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> Maybe I am Rapunzel. <laughs> but um, so they would always say like how pretty my natural hair was, which is also a reason why they didn't want to let me start dyeing it. Oh. But I was like, I don't want this color. And now I want it. So, <laughs> But... <laughs> I would never really wear my hair natural. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, when she would do my hair, she would freaking sleek my hair back um. and do like a ponytail. And I just, I never liked that look growing up. Now I wear ponytails all the time. But mm-hmm. I guess since it was done so much, I was like, yeah, I want to wear my hair down. Right. And going to school, I saw girls like straightening their hairs and curling their hairs. I was just there with like my ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think... Middle school is when they started letting me, like, straighten my hair and curling it. And when I would wear, like, my natural hair around the house, because that's the only place I would wear it, Mm. they would make fun of me saying it was nappy and, like, it looked like I just woke up. And I'm like, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, all right, so never wear my hair natural. (laughs) And they didn't even show me, like, about mousse and stuff. Like, they just told me that it was (laughs) nappy. And I was like, all right. (laughs) And one of the memories that, like, sticks with me, I woke up really late one day. Mm -hmm. And my grandma was like, we got to go. I got to drop you off. And I was like, no, I can't. (laughs) Like, with this hair? (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, I need to do something with my hair. She's like, no, you got to go now. And I was like, well, my hair. (laughs) She's like, just put it up. And I, that was when I, like, did not want to put my hair up. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, (laughs) I cannot. And she's like, here, I'll do something with it. She, like, used mousse and, like, scrunched my hair. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was still basically like my natural hair. Oh, God. <laughs> and I was like having a meltdown Aww. on the way to school. <laughs> and I remember one of my friends took a picture of us. And I still, I think I still have that picture, but I hated it Aww. because of the way my hair looked. Mm. And that's something like I'm barely getting over now mm-hmm. where I'm like trying to, because I don't, I burn my hair a lot. My hair is very damaged. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to start like, Making it healthier, especially for the wedding, because I want to, like, grow my hair out and just let my natural whatever do its thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, okay, I need to stop using so much heat. (laughs) I need to – because my hair – I like my natural hair now. It's, like, wavy. Yeah. Yeah, And it's, like, I know how to control the frizz now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's, like, all right, I'm getting there. (laughs) Slowly but surely. But even then, like, if I'm going to my parents' house, I try not to wear it natural because i'm oh, really? scared that they're gonna say something mm. i think i did it i did it once and i think gabby was like your hair looks really nice i was like thanks <laughs> liar <laughs> freaking out having a panic attack <laughs> uh i think my last one for me which just i'm extra needy with my family like i don't know if you've been there when i when my brother like leaves to the (laughs) when you chase him down (laughs) yeah so my brothers my mom and my dad they're very like they don't show a lot of emotion they don't show like love and affection Mm -hmm. this is why i rely on my birthday and christmas for fucking hugs (laughs) (laughs) and just like i even like to tell them i love you like they won't say it back like it Mm -hmm. takes a lot for them to say it back my brother i 
I have to tell him like, look, if you leave and then, or if I leave and you don't tell me I love you, what if I die and I don't come back and you never <laughs> said I love you? And then he'll say it. <laughs> Doesn't work all the time, but <laughs> but stuff like that where I'm like, I crave for the love and attention mm-hmm. from them specifically yeah. because they don't show it. Mm-hmm. And this is hence why I do this. With my, my brother lives with me. And I chase him every time he leaves the house or goes to the restroom. I chase him and give him a hug. I'm like, just fucking tell me you love me. Like Derek will talk to her like he's on his phone with his brother or whatever. And I'm like, okay, love you, bye. And they both say, mm-hmm. love you. I'm like, why can't my siblings be like this? Just fucking tell me you love yeah. me, assholes. <laughs> but no. So it's just having to. I, I'm honestly, I don't know how I'm gonna heal that if they don't show me love. <laughs> Like I, my, but Derek and Joey like show me love, so I guess mm. that helps. But I still crave it from yeah, like, from my the, family, my yeah. immediate family. So, mm-hmm. if you're listening, mom, dad, brothers, <laughs> help her heal her inner child. Just give me a fucking hug <laughs> once in a while, a meaningful one, not for my birthday or Christmas, or just send an I love you text. <laughs> right? <laughs> Work your way to saying it in person. <laughs> I've texted them; they don't reply back. Oh. Like, oh. So, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> But with that note, <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoy. Tell your family members you love them. Yeah, if you don't say it, say it once in a while, guys. Yeah, it, it'll mean a lot to them. Mm-hmm. Put it in the comments below. <laughs> Tell Judy you love her. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to know, I guess, your childhood trauma. Yeah. Is there stuff like this that you guys are working on, mm-hmm. big or smaller, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're still working on it. Um, you can let us know at Two Rows and a Mic. Our personal ones are in the description below. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, you guys will see and hear us on the next one. Bye. Bye.